Hey, we are here at NAM. Well, actually, we are at the Airbnb. Around the corner from NAM. Yes, around the corner from NAM. And uh, today we're going to be talking all about NAM, if it's worth it to come, and kind of like what the experience was like and what you can expect if you've never been here before, or maybe some tips if you have been here before. So stay tuned. Hey, it's Music by Lucas. Hey, it's Fabio from Noise. We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Boombox, the all-in-one solution for musicians. Yes, it makes it easy to collaborate, to upload and store all your files, and so many incredible features are coming right now. Maybe by the time you're already watching this, there are gonna be rolled out, but we're super excited for the new upcoming collaboration features. And uh, I don't know if we can say too much more about that, but I think personally, that's what I'm most excited about are the features that are here to come, but you can sign up for free right now and be the first to access those so go check it out, the link's below. NAM is the world's biggest music convention based out here in Anaheim, California, United States of America. This is your first time at NAM. It's actually my first time as well. Uh, yesterday was our first day, and so you've kind of, you've had a little bit of experience here. How is it different than you thought it would be, and, and what are kind of like, what have you enjoyed so far? I'm not sure that it was anything different from what I expected, because I'd seen videos on YouTube gotcha. before. Um, obviously, it is huge, and yeah. there's so much going on. There's so much to take in, and where else in the world could you be uh, where you can play every single instrument That's and true. look at every piece of uh, music technology, whether that be hardware or software, under one roof? So what do you think is great about coming to NAMM? What's the reason to come? I think it's a, it's a great excuse to get the gang together, right? That's what we did. It's like a big party, right? Yeah. Where you have all your favorite creators, you've got great musicians, great conferences, yeah. uh, great fireside chats, yeah. and you have the opportunity to network, but you also have the opportunity to invite all your friends and, in, and go and explore different brands yeah. and different sources of inspiration for your upcoming projects. Yeah, 100%. And it's like you said, we got to meet all the a lot of people that I had never seen before in person, like other creators and stuff like that. And even if maybe you don't know anyone, oh, there's plenty of people to meet. And I'm sure you can also join like different groups online or discords and chat with people and link up. Um, and then, yeah, it's also in a great location too, because there's so much to go do. Like we went to downtown Disney after and had fun over there. And it's just kind of also there's really good food all over the place. And they have like, luckily, like coffee and different things set up there. Like they have it set up in a a way where they they want you to be comfortable which i think is really great so even though it's so big and uh, your legs do get a little tired if you're not used to walking that much uh, i do think that they have it set up in a way where it's really enjoyable yeah and it's not just about demoing products it's also about going to see those products being demoed so you know how to use them before purchasing or they had uh, the mix with the master's tent where they had right. some famous engineers uh, doing walkthroughs so there's a massive sort of an educational aspect yes. of NAM, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure also that they do do discounted rates at yeah. these kind of conventions on gear too so although you might be spending a little bit of money to to come here right uh, it might actually pan out you know being yeah. cheaper in the end for us I think you know Personally, it was a, it was more of a networking tool, yeah. and it's a great it, it's a great place to get everyone together because obviously we all share the same passion for music, right? Um, and where the only other place I can think of, the only other event that I can think of, there's one actually outside of London. Mm. I, I can't remember what it's called. So okay, it's not it's big, but it's, I can't remember like it's not very famous. And the other one is of course ADE, which is where we did our first podcast. Right. 
So how do you think it differs from something like ADE? Oh, it's totally different, which is really mm. interesting. If you've never been to either ADE or maybe you've been to one, so you'll you'll get this, but if you haven't, I'll try to explain, which is like ADE is a lot more for partying mm. and it's a lot more like it goes to like six in the morning every day. There's these live events, there's DJ shows. Um, there's also like a whole plethora of, of things happening all over town, whereas NAM is mainly happening, and I mean all over town, like all over Amsterdam. But NAM is happening all inside, really inside the the, the conference center. So you're at mm -hmm. the uh, LA Convention Center, uh, and it's all happening within that district. And and in a way, it's it, that has its niceness because, like we said, like they have coffee, they have everything kind of set up for you. Food tents are there, and all the food trucks, and you know, it's it's kind of like all confined, even though it's big. Whereas the Amsterdam dance event is really a whole nother level. Like mm -hmm. I feel like there's mm -hmm. just so much going on, mm -hmm. um, and it is really good for networking there too. So they do have that similarity. Um, but yeah, they've definitely say it's different there's definitely like a convenience to now everything is kept in one place and yeah i think the main difference uh, obviously that's a big one is like location and environment i say one of the main differences between ad and nam is nam is kind of all genres yeah. right and more more let's call them american or like west coast genres. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. more hip-hop for example 100 which is awesome um and ad is very dance music centric yes right uh, but it's when you go to ADE, you're, you're definitely going for sort of educational purposes. You're going to network. You're going to see shows. Right. Whereas NAM is like it is more gear focused right. as, as a whole. Oh, 100 percent. But that gives you opportunity as well to network with musicians who are in different genres Correct. and have different skill sets. So it depends how focused you want your approach to be when it comes to networking. And then of course, there's also all the software brands at which as creators, yeah. we, we promote a lot. So yeah. it's nice being in touch with uh, our internet friends 100%. and meeting them in person. And seeing all the software different brands. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I guess what people really want to know is, is it worth it? You know, is yeah. it worth coming to NAM? And Obviously, there's a lot of people who are coming from California. Yes. There's a lot of people coming from all around the yeah. world. Yeah. And that makes it, same with ADE, obviously. Yeah. And that, you know, it makes it somewhat expensive. Yeah. So would you think people are going to get out of it? And do you think it's worth it? I think it depends because it depends on where you're at, what you're after and all that kind of stuff. I think it's kind of similar with ADE. But like if you're going to, especially if you're, so basically if you live in California and you're close, I mean, it, it's not a big deal for you to come. The further you live away and the more it's going to be for you to make the trip out there, I think it, it's going to depend more and more on what your kind of end goal is. Because like, for example, if you're someone who's like an aspiring um, music, you want to work with brands, for example, it might be worth it. Like even if you live far to come out here because you get to just like take a walk and talk to every single person. Whereas usually mm -hmm. if you were just going to try to email people on their website or something, you know, you, it's really difficult to get in contact. You know, you're going to get like in their info at inbox or you're going to DM like, and maybe they won't reply, yeah. but now you can walk straight up to like the owner's face, uh, the developers, you know, and, and talk with them about this kind of stuff. Um, but if also, if you're just like looking to shop for gear, I don't know if I would fly like all the way, unless, unless maybe they have some stuff that you're never going to see anywhere else or something. So I guess it depends on what you're kind of there for. Um, if you're just coming to meet up and link up with people to like hang out, I think ADE is probably a better one for that. Mm. Cause I feel like just like on the hangout side, it is great and you do get to meet a lot of people, but I, but also ADE, it depends if you're in the electronic cause that's Amsterdam dance event. It's dance music. If you're in dance music and you want to meet people, ADE, I think, is is the greatest thing. I think ADE also, uh, it requires a little more strategy. You need a little bit more planning <laughs> yeah. 
to make sure you're at the right. I mean, I was very lucky because you helped me out and took me to some really cool events and then obviously invited me to yours, which yeah. was awesome. Um, and that kind of got me going. But I, I, I could have planned a lot more. Whereas with Nam, you don't really need a strategy. You know, you could come here and you could just make your way around day one, figure things out day two, then make a list of where you want to go and ultimately you'll still bump into people yeah. along the way you'll bump in, in, into people that you know you'll bump into brands that you know and you'll develop those relationships in quite an organic way and it's the facilities are so great that it, yeah. it's re- it really makes your life very easy ad it's a little bit more of a run around as i yeah. as i experienced last year um which isn't a bad thing necessarily yeah. but it pushes you uh outside of your comfort zone so maybe if you are slightly more introverted nam could be it has more padding right yeah. It's just, it's just, it's a bit simpler. And now it's time for our out of the box question, which is the point in the podcast where we like to talk about something unrelated. Um, but in this case, I'm gonna have it kind of be an add on to what we're talking about. So how would you, if you're like kind of new to um, making you know, connections or you're walking up to someone who you've never met before, uh, but you wanted to, you know, say hi to them and make that connection. What's like your like kind of icebreaker move? I, 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 so if I'm particularly interested in talking to someone, uh-huh. I will research them okay. before. So you can do research on Instagram and you could, don't do something creepy and be like, oh, I saw you jet skied <laughs> with dolphins in, uh, in yeah, whatever, you know, 2006. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's about trying to figure out someone's interests. If you're, if you're particularly interested in getting to know someone, yeah. go and be genuine, ask them how they are. Don't put them on a pedestal okay. and just be yourself as well. I know that's a bit ambiguous. Yeah. And then find out something about them that you know interests them and try and navigate the conversation towards that and build a genuine yeah. connection. Because if you can show that you're genuinely interested mm-hmm. in that person and um, you know what they also put out publicly, yeah. you're way more likely to have a successful conversation. I agree. And I would also, my strategy kind of with talking to people is to try just not to make it about the business because Mm. like, uh, I feel like that will come up naturally and it's almost better just to make that connection. Like I feel like sometimes it can seem like this is your one chance to like talk about that thing you need to talk about with them. But a lot of times I feel like, you know, it, it is, a. things happen over time so it might not be the first time like maybe you met at uh nam you know during the afternoon but then randomly you bump into each other or you say like hey what are you doing tonight and then you're going and you're going bowling or something like that and then you know maybe you make an even tighter connection and then you're talking later and things just naturally come up like i feel like that's kind of the best course of action when it comes to those kind of things because it feels more uh authentic and i think it should be i think anyone you want to talk to i think you should want to make a a genuine connection with at the end of the day Um, um, and, and not just necessarily be all about the business. Oh, totally. And business is going to go so much further if you actually get on with that person in yes. the first place. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of friction from the beginning and you, you'll probably find you're, you're going to disappoint yourself. I, I mean, I've made that mistake many times in the past, going into business with people for the sake of business and not because I actually like them or no, get on with them. That's what you do with and me. And then a year, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and then a year later, it like blows up in your face and you're like, I think I saw that one coming, yeah. right? But I'm not saying that there aren't times where you have to like suck it up and, you know, mm. go be courteous to someone that you might not want to. But the reality is that's probably going to be a very short-term mm. strategy. Long-term strategy is like, it is a tough industry and so people are looking for connections and people are looking to build relationships because we've all worked so hard to be here. Mm-hmm. So finding people who have the same mindset, you'd be surprised how 
isolated a lot of musicians are, oh, yeah. right you know whether it be on the marketing side whether it be uh, on the brand side software hardware and so we're all looking to bond over the same thing and when you do bond over the same thing that relationship can last a really long time and take you really far into your career so my out of the box question back to you lucas is what is the strangest or weirdest way that you've made a connection with someone in the past what's funny is that off the top of my head uh it's hard to think but most of the things that have happened in my like with big connections with me have all been super random like mm. running into people in random places or you know just like coming basically meeting in a way that we weren't planning on meeting or or getting connected through friends where we had no idea who each other were mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of things are super random uh, in the world and that's why it's like sometimes tough to like plan them and have things because things don't, definitely don't always happen as you plan but being able to be flexible uh and and just kind of like roll with it um so one example would be on, on my youtube channel back when we were me and lauren uh, my partner were first like really starting my youtube channel i would we would do this thing where we would make videos about uh famous artists and we would talk about their marketing and you know why we liked it and we would have all the the people in the comments would start tagging that artist in the comments and then that artist would find the video because they get so many notifications about it that then they would be like what's this video about and watch it and that would kind of get us in contact mm -hmm. uh and then yeah we've met a lot of bigger artists through through things like that through social media and then like for example one time we went to ultra uh dan you know miami music week and there was like we had we had we ended up having like a a, a nice uh hotel and you know there was an artist who like didn't have a like a bigger artist who just didn't have a place to stay because their trip got extended and they ended up staying with us nice like just random things like that happen yeah, yeah. i would say for me this is social media too it's always yeah. kind of been that way i was like after ade i posted that ade vlog and then we spoke about future rave or i brought it up in our right. podcast and there was like a short clip of that in the vlog and funnily enough morton yeah reposted it oh, and that. i didn't i didn't follow more than the time and then someone sent it to me i was like oh by the way and then we started following each other and then we started talking and love it and we were just like kept in contact you know what i yeah. mean like never anything more than just liking each other's shit you know how it is right and uh and then recently i like co-produced a record i love for that him, you know so it's like so when's he coming on the podcast yeah i know, I know. <laughs> i'm working on it <laughs> ad ad probably it. will be it. yeah yeah, yeah so i think it's just sometimes you think you'll putting something out there on, on social media yeah. for one reason but we never really consider the byproducts mm -hmm. right that you just sometimes you just can't predict these things happening that video yeah. didn't do very well for me on youtube yeah so i don't even know how it showed up on his browse yeah. feature yeah but somehow it know. did and then you know he he ended up messing me so fabi if anyone's on the fence about nam they're still on the fence at this point <laughs> What would you say uh, is the biggest uh, reason? What's your convincer to come? Uh, a, a few factors. Consider your genre. Yeah. Consider your personality and consider what you want to get out of it. So if you're looking for an all-rounded experience yeah. of demoing hardware, education, uh, sorry, hardware, software, education, and networking, then I think NAMM is pretty good. Yeah. If you're looking more for dance music genre well yeah more dance music focused activities and events yeah. and education and you're looking for somewhere in europe 
than, <laughs> than, than AD is the obvious one. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest thing that I've enjoyed about NAMM has just been making connections and seeing people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for me, I'd be like, if you want to make connections and see people, that's the biggest one um, for me because that's what interests me the most. Totally. Um, what's the biggest... Uh, What's the what's your pro maybe pros and cons of uh, ADE versus NAM? I think what we said before. I think NAM is very convenient, all under one roof. ADE requires a little more strategy, yeah. a little more planning. But what I will say for both of them is that everyone's very friendly. Oh, so friendly! And everyone's there to say hi and meet <laughs> up. So regardless of how shy you are, I think you know. Remember that everyone's there for the same reason. There's no judgment. Yeah. It feels like a very, very safe space where you can be vulnerable with your art and your personality, and uh, and, and your motives for for being there. Yeah, I don't think I could have said it better than that. I mean, the only the only other thing I'd say it's a difference is that ADE is for five days. And if you're not from Europe, of course, I mean, it's the same for people from Europe coming to NAM. but you have to deal with jet lag and the fly. Like if you're from the yep. U.S., there's there's a long flight. Yes. Um, I do recommend if you, if you go to ADE that you get there a few days early, which is also expensive, but it helps you get used to the jet lag a little bit more and uh, kind of get settled. Um, we usually like to stay like in Airbnbs. Maybe this is a good tip for NAM too. But honestly, at NAM, there's so much easy to grab food. Mm. But like at ADE, we we get groceries, we get an Airbnb, we have like you know options because it's like it's so random sometimes over there. Whereas this, I think you can NAM. I think you can plan a little bit better. Um, you know, and, and, and be able to, it's like easier to do in a way. Yeah, lots of great restaurants in Amsterdam too. Everything's in walking yeah. distance in Amsterdam, right? That's the yeah. other, that's the thing which is like, Nam, you will have to drive or Uber. Depending on where you're staying. Yes, and yeah. then Amsterdam, you, you will probably have to Uber at certain times, <laughs> at certain of, times. of 6, 7, 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, when you're coming out of the events. Um, but otherwise, it's 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 very easy to get around the city, isn't it? Well, let us know in the, yeah, I agree. And let us know in the comments uh, if, uh, if you've ever been to NAMM, if you've ever been to ADE, if you've ever been to a music conference, what your experience was, like what you think is your favorite so far, maybe an EDM festival or, 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 or just a music festival. Um, and yeah, that, I'm excited. We'll definitely come back next year. Maybe we'll have a boombox actual like booth or like an event. So that could be really cool. So come to NAM next year and we'll, uh, we'll definitely see you there. Oh, hundred percent. And on the note of boombox, we just want to say thank you for making this collaboration possible. It is the all in one solution for musicians. Yes. And be on the lookout, get your free account, be on the lookout for those new features that are coming in the next few months, because they are going to change a lot. They're going to change the game. So, www.boombox.io. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Noise London. Music by Lucas. And we'll see you very soon. Peace.